The Weather Jazz Podcast. Almost anything can happen. Why? Because it's Open Line Friday. All right, everybody. It's New Year's Eve. It is the last day of 2021. Welcome to Weather Jazz a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, and even some off-topic things. And I think we'll have a little bit of fun today because it is New Year's Eve, but we do have a great weather question that we'll get to here in just a second. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Berninger. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television, in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is episode number 276 for Friday, December 31st, 2021. We're literally hours away from starting the countdown and on to a brand new year. And there certainly is a lot of hope for 2022. 2021 was certainly an interesting year. I got a hunch 2022 will just get better over time, like a fine wine. So let's hope so. Let's pray so. Join me in that prayer. I'm sure you do. And we will all certainly do our part to make 2022 a delightfully memorable year. Well, I do have a weather question that we're going to get to before we have a little bit of fun in this truncated version of Weather Jazz on this last day of 2021. But I did not want to not have an episode on this final day. So I'm quickly putting something together as we are planning our evening together as a family. Perhaps I'll give you a little bit of an inside scoop of what we intend on doing Uh, As we go through this uh, last day, I'm recording now as of about 1.30. I would imagine the episode will be up and running by 3 for your pleasure. And let's get to that question. Now, we're going to go to somewhat of a serious question here. Somebody called the Weather Jazz Podcast audience connect line. His name is Bob. He's from Portage County. And I'll let him explain what he is asking. It's a great question, and we'll dive into the answer right after we hear from Bob. Andre, this is Bob Staley. I'm from Portage County, Ohio. Uh, My family operates a chestnut farm a few miles south of Hayesville, Ohio. We're in the process of designing a building for cleaning, sorting, and storage of the chestnuts. We use a winnowing machine to blow the trash out of the harvested crop and we need to position that machine on the downwind side of the building. Is it possible to determine the most prevalent historical wind direction for late September to late October for the Hayesville-Loudonville area? We want to avoid having the winnowing machine working against the wind as much as possible. We truly appreciate any input that you have. Thank you. 
Well, Bob, what a great question indeed. Thank you very much for calling the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. And for the record, and for those of you perhaps wanting to tuck that number away for future use, it is 234-525-5888. But let's get to Bob's question, and I got a hunch that uh, those of us that like chestnuts might be paying you a visit. I did not realize that there were some chestnut farms nearby. That's a cool thing. All right, let's get to his question now. It's an important one dealing with the wind. They have to position some equipment so that it takes advantage of the prevailing wind. Now, there's something in meteorology called the wind rose. Essentially, it is a historical wind direction indicator, and it has all of the compass points, but the lines that emanate from this compass indicate where the prevailing winds blow, not only for an annual affair, but also broken down month by month. Now, there is only one month of the year that Hopkins Airport has a wind direction, the prevailing wind direction that is different from the southwest. 11 months out of the year, it is out of the southwest, and that's the prevailing wind direction. That doesn't mean that you won't see an east wind or a southeast wind or a north wind or a northwest wind, but it does mean that 11 months out of the year, the wind direction most prevalent in any month will be out of the southwest. The only month that is different is the month of March. The month of March, the prevailing wind direction is not far off from southwest, but it is actually due west. Uh, For the month of March, we have west winds most or more often than any other compass point on uh, the chart. But again, that doesn't mean that we won't see a northeast wind or a southeast wind or any other compass wind direction. But when you average out the month of March, the west wind shows up the most. And every single month, aside from March, the prevailing wind direction is out of the southwest. Bob, I hope that answers your question. And I certainly hope it is very productive in positioning that equipment where it needs to be. We're going to take a quick break right here. When we come back... I will talk about some of the traditions, your traditions that you offered to me, those traditions that you partake on either New Year's Eve and or New Year's Day. And some of them were rather unique. Some of them were very traditional. We'll dig into everything that you offered from the Fox 8 Facebook weather page. So stick around. Lots of cool stuff coming up on this last day of 2021. Well, earlier this week, I placed a kind of a fun question on the Fox 8 Facebook weather page. And I was hoping to engage a lot of you with maybe thinking about some of the fun, quirky, and unusual New Year's Eve or New Year's Day traditions that either you're doing now or remember 
from days gone by. And I mentioned that I would use some of your answers on today's edition of Weather Jazz. We ended up with a decent number of respondents. And just as interesting is the variety of the answers that came in. I'm just going to tap into a few of these as we get ready for the New Year's Eve celebrations tonight and the New Year's Day celebrations for tomorrow. Roland says that he used to have New Year's Eve parties with their grandchildren when they were younger. They usually ate sauerkraut and pork at midnight. And by the way, that was one of the interesting threads through this whole question and answer survey that had some commonalities. So apparently, it is somewhat common to eat sauerkraut and pork at midnight. All right, Roland goes on to say that the grandchildren and us always wore party hats and noisemakers, and we would run around, dance, and blow the noisemakers, and turn and crank up those noisemakers, watch the ball drop on TV at midnight, and they just basically absolutely enjoyed themselves from start to finish. They loved it, and so did we, says Roland. Kathleen says... My dad always said the one with the darkest hair to walk out and walk back in for good luck. And a lot of people uh, apparently had this same tradition too. Kathleen says, have to do it right after midnight. Chuck says that he, his dad, his grandpa, and his uncle and cousins would all go rabbit hunting when he was younger and came back in time for a fabulous lunch. Denise simply says, not sure if it is odd, but at midnight, they too ate pork and sauerkraut. Sandy says that to ring in the new year, they enjoyed banging pots and serving spoons and making lots of noise and hollering to everybody. Happy New Year. I guess when you go to Sandy's house, you know then that a new year has begun. Linda says that uh, during the New Year's Eve uh, period, she usually goes to bed before uh, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day celebration right at midnight. But uh, it sounds like uh, for New Year's Eve, they have shrimp and pizza. And on New Year's Day, guess what? Another one with kraut and pork loin. Karen says, same thing, pork and sauerkraut, but adds carrots for the dinner. Robert down in Tuscarawas County says they just like to try to stay up to midnight to watch the ball drop on TV. Robin says he walks out the back door and then in the front door as soon as the new year comes in. Seems to be a popular tradition. And Rose Moore from Lake County, one of our popular supporters, says, I do have a firm tradition when it comes to every New Year, not to ever make it a New Year's resolution, that is. Basically, she just doesn't make resolutions. And that's a resolution, not to make resolutions. That's kind of different, kind of cute. Rose continues, it's a promise to myself I have never broken. Wow. In my years as a newspaper columnist, however, I almost always wrote a New Year's column that could make my readers laugh. Laughter is so good for people, 
as long as it's not used against other people. Wow. Full of wisdom. Thank you, Rose. Really appreciate sharing your thoughts on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Jenny likes to take a hike if the weather allows. And Susan says that uh, when they were kids, they used to spend New Year's Eve with their grandparents in Slavic Village. And at midnight, they would all get brooms, open up the doors, and sweep out the old year. Well, that's one way to do it. Absolutely. Laura likes to include fondue and fried rice and egg rolls for New Year's Eve. And, well, here's another one. Pork chops on New Year's Day. Ethan likes lentil soup on New Year's Eve with pork and sauerkraut on New Year's Day. Uh, No seafood or apparently, at least for Ethan, his luck will swim away. Okay, nice nice pun on words, a nice usage of words there and, and connecting it all together for fun, obviously. Susan likes to walk in the park no matter what the weather. And Sandra says her grandmother would have her dad go outside, then come back in. So a man was the first one coming in the house. It was in order to bring good luck. And finally, one more. Janet says that she likes to go to bed early. And it depends on if you've had enough sleep or maybe working during the day. If I had been working on Fox 8 News in the morning, that morning, oh, I wouldn't make it to midnight. I think I can hand or count on one hand the, the times that that occurred in my 62 years if I had been working that day. Well, what's on our plate for this year? We'll see if we make it, may or may not. Uh, we were all v- up very early this morning. We had a wonderful breakfast, a uh, guy's breakfast together with a special friend. Uh, and we had a delightful time. And then we changed my wife's oil in her Subaru today because the weather is cooperating. And I think this is about as nice as it's going to get here in the next seven to 14 days. It looks like uh, we'll be stepping into a much colder pattern beginning as early as Sunday, not necessarily tomorrow. Tomorrow, New Year's Day should still be dry and somewhat showery. And then tonight, uh, the meal for us will be bistro filet uh, with some lobster mac and cheese and maybe a side, not sure what the side will be yet, some kind of vegetable, but that will be our meal together this evening. We'll all get up, have a great breakfast on New Year's Day, and just enjoy the brand new day. We have no particular traditions, per se, uh, but we do enjoy that time together, making that first day count. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's interesting New Year's Eve episode of Weather Jazz, episode number 276, Ford. Friday, Friday, we made it December 31st, 2021. Can you believe that Saturday is going to be a brand new year? Wow. Well, at any rate, this is really the the time that I express my gratitude to those of you that continue to support Weather Jazz. And they are, in no particular order, from Ohio, Christine Barnes. From Ohio, Will and Tonya Krause and family. 
from Florida, Bill Martin. From Vermont, Kian Galunas. From Ohio, Rose Moore. From Ohio, Dale Osborne. From Tennessee, Andrea Rich. And from Vermont, Victoria Singer. If you'd like to add your name to that list, doing so is easy. Go to the Supporters tab on weatherjazz.com. First of all, you'll see that list that I just mentioned, the ones that keep this program moving forward and in the right direction. And I got a hunch 2022 will be even more exciting right here in Weather Jazz. So it's even more important for you to help me to spread that word to others who have yet to sample this podcast. We have a lot of fun, and I just want more people to enjoy it and also to participate when and wherever we can do that. Now, if you have a question, a topic, suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com and also via the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. That's 234-525-5888. And if you need that information again, it's easy. Just go to weatherjazz.com and click on the Contacts tab, and that will give you all of the information that I just gave to you. Well, I hope 2021 was good to you, and I'm praying that 2022 will be even better. I certainly hope so. That's my prayer for everyone, for our family, and for yours. Have a great New Year's Eve celebration. Please stay safe, celebrate smart, and we'll catch you in a brand new year, 2022, next time right here on Weather Jazz. See you then. Weather and science across the globe. The Weather Jazz.